0: Hello and welcome to the Church Times podcast. A full special edition podcast will be released on Monday, in which we will discuss the motions, debates and key speakers at the General Synod of the Church of England, currently meeting in London. The last session of this February Synod will conclude on Saturday afternoon. In the meantime, here is a taste of our exclusive interview with the Archbishop of Canterbury this week, in which he spoke on the challenges of safeguarding facing the Church, and the related issues the Archbishop himself has had to address since taking office five years ago. The full interview will be published in our paper and online next week, and will also be made available as a podcast. The interview was conducted by Paul Hanley. Here is an extract.
1: Has it sunk in yet, I mean, do you, do you feel like the Archbishop Archbishop?
2: I often ask myself that question. Um, I don't think so. No, I've no idea what it feels like to be the Archbishop of Canterbury. If I'm really honest, um, yes, there are moments when it sinks in, and then there are moments when you think, no, "They must be talking about someone else." Um, you know, imposter syndrome is a fairly yes. sort of constant companion, I think.
1: Uh, and other times when you, when you think, "Well, oh, I, I wish I weren't."
2: Um, I'd be lying if I said no, never. Right. But they are glitches. That the underlying tune, the underlying theme, is a great sense of thankfulness and privilege of being in this role. Yes, you have moments, but I mean they last uh, very few minutes.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and what is it possible to say? What the hardest thing is.
2: Safeguarding. That's
1: the hardest topic.
2: That's That's the hardest thing to deal with in almost every respect. It's the hardest because you're dealing with uh, the church's sin.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. You're dealing with profound human weakness. You're dealing with uh, you're dealing with the consequences in damaged people, in people who have been terribly, terribly hurt. And it's heartbreaking. You can't read the Gibb Report or Cahill or Elliot mm. or the Chichester Visitation or even Carlyle, which was taking a slightly different angle. You can't read those without your heart being broken by it and I just find it tragic I think we've sought to address it both in mechanistic ways but also spiritually in uh, in prayer in in uh, attitude and culture we've sought to address it in every way we can and um, It is, but it is the hardest thing.
1: And do you think you're succeeding in addressing it correctly?
2: Time will tell. I think the church today has a dramatically different attitude to 25, 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Um, Some of the stuff I see goes back 50, 60 years Mm -hmm. ago, and and you see it again. You know, we've got the measure that came in about safeguarding. Um, We've got a whole... much greater commitment of resources. I think five years ago we had 0.5 of a person at the national level. We now have quite a big team. Um, So resources have gone in, but much more importantly attitude has changed so that uh, nobody uh, I hope uh, and I believe nobody would think it appropriate to shift someone to another parish or You know, that kind of terrible thing that used to happen in the past. Everyone is trained. I go through training uh, and repeat training on disclosure, on dealing with disclosures. Um, It comes up at every senior staff meeting right across the country. People are constantly focused on it. uh, So that if something happens, now it will be uh, reported. And not to report it is very, very serious indeed.
1: And, and of course, there are people who say that it's going, it's gone too far, in that the. Indeed. Now is, is um, anybody accused of a safeguarding uh, lapse uh, of any sort is is um, in trouble. Uh, uh, how is how do you square those two concerns?
2: I don't think we have squared them yet. I think. Uh, uh, I read the Carl I've read the Carlisle report very very carefully and I've accepted its recommendations all except half of one recommendation um, I I think he points out some of the quite severe weaknesses in the initial investigation George Bell which you could probably find um, which which in a sense exemplify what you're asking about um, and I think uh, finding you know, we have to have a system that brings justice. It must bring justice to those who've been abused, mm-hmm. to survivors, and it must also bring justice to those who are accused. Uh, we cannot have something which either overlooks safeguarding issues and abuse in its many varied forms, or alternatively, um, uh, is unjust in its treatment of those who are accused.
1: And in a sense that's the half the clause of the, the Carlisle thing that you the, the dispute over is about the, the anonymity of, of those mm. who are
0: accused.
1: I and mean, we have it on the paper because we well,
0: Yeah,
1: we, yeah.
2: The, I know you do.
1: So how is that resolved?
2: <laughs> With immense difficulty <laughs> um, as you as you would find, no doubt. I think Let me put it the other way around. let's just have a hypothetical situation in which we had not, in which Chichester diocese had not declared its payment two years ago. Sure. Um, with the independent inquiry which is something I called for, uh, to have an independent inquiry uh, and uh, supported both privately and publicly. Um, with that and its thoroughness, that confidentiality undertaking would certainly have become public. Now, the first question when I give evidence would then be asked: What else are you hiding? What do you really know about George Bell that you are not telling us because you're so anxious to keep it secret? So it's it's a lose lose. And I fully understand the difficulty, and I don't find it easy to deal with. But it is very, we have to treat both Bishop Bell, uh, uh, his reputation, we have to hold that as something really precious and valuable, but the person who's bought the complaint is not an inconvenience to be overlooked. They're a human being. Of immense value and dignity to be treated equally importantly. And it is very difficult to square
0: that circle. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Church Times podcast. You can find more news, analysis, comment, and book reviews on our website, churchtimes.co.uk. If you are not yet a subscriber to the Church Times, you can try your first 10 issues for just £10. You'll get the paper delivered to your door every Friday plus full access to our website and digital archive. Go to churchtimes.co.uk forward slash subscribe to find out more. The music for this podcast was provided by Sought After Sounds. Tune in next Friday for the next episode.